0: Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new special Geekscape. This one is the Punisher Netflix special. You guys know how these specials work. If this is your first Geekscape, well, strap up, because we are going to be talking all about Netflix's uh, recently released Punisher series, which Ian Kerner probably watched in about two days, I watched it in a little over a week, Um, but we've been putting a lot up on the Geekscape feed, so if you guys are subscribers to Geekscape and have been enjoying it, you know what we do here. Movies, video games, comics, and uh, there's a main show. This is not the main show. This is one of the specials. So if you have not seen Netflix's Punisher series, we are definitely going to get into a lot of spoiler territory. Um, Don't know where to start on this one, but (coughs) uh, obviously Ian and I were very excited about this. Of the the Marvel Netflix offerings, uh, I think that we agree that the two Daredevil seasons are successes. Oh, yeah. Um, that Jessica Jones Has some Like really really Strong episodes But you know There's a little middle That feels a little softer well,
1: it's Success is an interesting <coughs> Statement to me Because I mean I think look, yeah, they We, don't, both, we both have shows. allergies By the way Just yeah, <laughs> warning you um, I don't think anything Wasn't a success Everything's the a success The question is Is whether or not It was at the same level I mean look For all the grumbling About Iron Fist It's There's a lot That's good about it mm-hmm. It's just but when the bar was set so high.
0: Yeah, Daredevil you know? really set the bar high. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean,
1: especially when you look <coughs> at things like <laughs> Inhumans,
0: which you probably didn't watch. I did not watch Inhumans. But humans. that was so disappointing. So, um, so I, yeah, I, I guess I'm using the wrong words. But uh, everything has been a success from Marvel's Netflix. Um, but Daredevil definitely set that bar very high with yeah. their attempt to do semi. The Wire does the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. And now we've got The Punisher, which spun out of Daredevil Season 2. I did not know what to expect (coughs) going into it. Clearly, Jon Bernthal was great casting. We knew that in Daredevil Season 2. We didn't know how much this was going to continue the story from Daredevil Season 2, where he had been kind of a burned man after this uh, event where Frank Castle was part of a platoon in Afghanistan that had done some kind of shady wet work for him. For some kind of the. For, for, and it was. In, in he, they were working for people in the government that were kind of on the fringe morally. And when he discovers this. And because he has the knowledge of this going back to the United States, we know that it's in Daredevil Season 2, his family had been killed. And now he's out to kind of uh, follow the breadcrumbs back to who was responsible in killing his family. And it opens up this entire uh, just world of corruption that had to do with Afghanistan, had to do with the people who killed his family, had to do with some of the what works team that he was a part of, and that is the big part of season uh, of the the Punisher season, which I almost call it season two because Punisher was such a big part of Daredevil season two Well, that's
1: just it. you know you said the question was how much is it going to continue and the reality is that it continued very directly really right off the well. bat. And I had a concern. I think you and I voiced this to each other when we heard this series was announced. It wasn't a surprise because it was so great. Mm-hmm. But the big question was, what's the story going to be? Because whether it's good or not, it, it's about story. It's not it just—it doesn't necessarily write itself. And I, I thought they expanded on it in a really good way. The concern was, didn't we get enough? Wasn't it done?
0: It wasn't you know? the, the head honcho killed in Daredevil season two. And 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 I'm—I've been looking forward
1: to this conversation with you, to, talking this out, discussing. Whether or not this was necessary as, While it was, it was really good Did we need this story To get to where we ended up I think I, I've said in some of these other specials That after Daredevil Season 1 there sort of felt like this need In these Netflix shows That every one of them had to feel like Instead of starting it out With the version of the character we knew in the comics They had to have an arc That got them to that version of the character mm-hmm. Um so what I'm postulating here is, I think maybe that happened here, though maybe not entirely completely, a la Iron Fist, which it didn't happen completely either. Right. Um, let me start off by saying, I really loved this. Um, it's been interesting to me seeing some of the people that aren't liking it as much and people f- are finding it slow at first. I thought it was really consistent, and more consistent than the other shows have been.
0: I thought that this was the most consistent I've seen one of these Marvel shows since Daredevil season one. Yeah, like literally,
1: most of them at around episode six or seven, there's a lull. Especially when you binge them, you really notice it. And this and one is strong, all completely. thirteen. Yeah. Now it's never hit. It never hits the <coughs> heights that the two Daredevil seasons hit for me. You don't believe so? It's what I'm saying is that it's really good, but I loved, loved, loved Daredevil so much at its best, right?
0: Yes, I hear you. And,
1: and even, even some of the other ones, when I love them, I really love them. This, I really, really liked it, but I always really, really liked it.
0: Um, I always really, really liked it, and there were times when I loved it as much as Daredevil. And there were uh, points where they were dealing with the microchip storyline mm-hmm. and his character and the mm-hmm. way that they dealt with it, uh, the intricacies of the Homeland Security uh, aspect to the show yeah, I like r- versus the FBI and the CIA, well, and the stuff that they were doing with Frank and his relationship with Microchip, where I was like, I like that this is, to me, it was as interesting or sometimes more so than I thought any of the Daredevil stuff. I well, loved this series. So, so, so let's talk about this. So one
1: of the things that we, we've talked about in doing I mean, I, I think we've basically reviewed every single MCU thing, with the exception of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Inhumans. Sure. Um, you know, we've done all the movies And we've done all the Netflix shows
0: For the most I think for the Yeah I think w- if we haven't We've covered our thoughts In others Yeah but, know, um, For the most part Yeah
1: So I, f- I think that um, You know People that listen to our podcast <coughs> Know before that I'm giantly into the comics With Punisher um, I have all the early appearances You know And of course The original miniseries And when they started doing In that late 80s and Early 90s The several different Punisher You know Solo series I wasn't really into those for a while. Um, I feel like, in many ways, the character kind of got diluted and got caught up in that superhero of the late 80s, early 90s thing. And, and it so happens that Jigsaw is actually a product of that period of, of the character.
0: But they give him this high concept yeah. villain.
1: Right. For me, what got me into actually reading, reading Punisher steadily, you know, beyond that stuff, was Ennis. hmm you know, and the Annis
0: miniseries. And Steve it, Dillon's artwork? Yeah, and it, awesome. it
1: just, because it, it set it back a little bit more real world and that stuff. You're so, talking about the
0: Welcome Back Frank stuff? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, for me, I'm familiar with Micro, uh, familiar with Jigsaw, but the reason I'm bringing this up is whereas someone who's more of a hardcore Punisher person, and as is the case with most Marvel comic stuff, I'll, I'll pick up on the Easter egg pretty early on. Um, I was a bit into the series where I said, "Wait a second, is he Jigsaw?" As opposed to most people, you're doing with the Billy Russo character. Yes, just most people knowing that as soon as you hear the Billy Russo, most comic fans would have known immediately.
0: I didn't know it instantly. I didn't know it till a little bit later, and
1: then that's when I went like, I'm "Like, oh, he
0: must be Jigsaw." And they cast Ben Barnes, who's like one of the best-looking guys, I and mean, you know him from Westworld and Prince Caspian. He's yeah. a handsome dude, and he's a. I thought Ben Barnes was. Right up there with John Bernthal As a highlight of the series He was fantastic As well as the actress who plays uh, What's the name of the Homeland Security uh, Um, agent Uh, McDonaghy Is it Donaghy? McDonaghy Yeah, McDonaghy Like I was I thought all three of those actors And plus the actor who did Micro Just elevated this series Yes,
1: well And actually he um, Has actually had a a, a Recurring on Girls As a character Oh really? So completely different Yeah Play this character Denji Girls. Uh, you know, yeah. he was, no. Uh, no we, I mean, if you're a Punisher fan,
0: you got Microchip. Yes. You got the Punisher van there in the last yes. episode. Yes. You get to see them roll up in the Punisher van. You get Microchip. Well, and this, this is the y- best y- version even of Microchip The headquarters, with all the
1: rifles on the walls and stuff. This like that. is the all best. that classic stuff.
0: This is the best version of Microchip there is because. They really made him an expert, and he was an expert before he became Microchip. They made him an intricate part of, an an important part of Frank's story. Yeah. They weren't these random elements who decided to team up in this inorganic way. I love episode three, where he and Micro are trying to work out their fucking differences, and he's got him naked, strapped to a damn chair. I love that. Yeah, that's great. And he's, I mean, this this was such a... uh, I mean the series had uh, So much work done mm-hmm. that, Like it was doing So much character work And there was so many Intricacies to the plot lines That I loved it I was constantly engaged With this This is right up there With Daredevil for me
1: I loved it Let me, let me explain Why I wonder I'm just postulating <coughs> Was it necessary <laughs> What I mean by that In this sense is So we have this storyline From Daredevil season 2 Which was a good Interesting way Of what they've done In the MCU generally Is they take the source material They make it their own they changed it up You know, they didn't make it a mob hit, right? So when you think about it, they've now, with season one, they felt the need to expand on that, as opposed to, you know, at the end of Daredevil season two, if you think about it, Frank's now, he's gotten his revenge mission, and now where is he? What is his war? Is it going to be the war on crime, you know, that we're used to with the Punisher? And when it opens up, you're thinking maybe it is, but it's cartel stuff, and you realize, no, it's still related to that. Mm -hmm. And then The guys on the motorcycles Yeah yeah. Yeah. So when you get to the end You know And he's saying his war's over Now my feeling is Well season two He just needs a push in the direction To start killing just criminals
0: Right Um, I think something more There needs to be another exciting incident Exactly And it's got to tip him over again Exactly Yeah
1: I mean he still He is who he is And maybe he needs that war And it was explored well But my point is that
0: They might have just done that for season one, and I'm glad know? that they didn't. Okay, because I'm glad that they didn't just give him some Generic war on crime, or they had him against like the, the the you know in the first episode. I love the first episode because it feels to me as a like a really nice like Frank Castle one shot mm-hmm. where he's working this construction site. He, you know, he's missing his family Because they've been killed He doesn't know where to go from here And he gets wrapped up with one of the kids Who works at the construction but, sites but, but and But protecting the way him, that pulled him in Couldn't, couldn't that
1: have just been the inciting incident And then it could have just grown more but, and more from that?
0: Yeah, but where's the bigger I mean, th- that was the mob Right But where's the biggest ta- bigger tapestry for that as, as it pertains to Frank's character I love that they made he and Billy Russo good friends. Mm-hmm. I love the backstory in Afghanistan. I love how high up the chain of of command this thing went. Yeah. I love uh, the main bad guy, that ball did with the ball with, dude that Frank beats his mm-hmm. eye in. That was great. I love that entire action yeah, sequence I love in that. Afghanistan. It's fantastic. I love the details of this stuff. Um, having him, it was, here's why I like it. It was so incredibly personal to Frank. I agree. And but, the but mob stuff qu- would have been. But I have a have
1: question for you. Go for okay. it. Okay. And here's the thing, because it, it, it is a little bit out of the comic, but the it's ultimately the Jigsaw origin. Did you buy Frank leaving him alive?
0: Yes. You do? Yeah, because Billy is incredibly vain, and he needed to turn that corner, because Frank's solution up until that moment in, in episode 13, and we just blew you a giant spoiler, and I, I watched that fight sequence a few times because mm-hmm. I, I fucking loved it. Was it great. it was great. I actually backed it It was brutal, and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, ben Barnes the entire series Is being called the pretty boy And he's mm-hmm. so handsome And he bags the women And he's slick And he's smooth And he's, he's got this new, you know. Whereas Frank comes back from war And he's still very much a grunt mm-hmm. And he very much grunts uh, Billy comes back And he works his way Into a slick Private You know Privatized security force job And he's got this Kush government contract And mm-hmm. he's Nice cars Slick back hair And even though You know When Frank is supposed to be dead uh, Billy's supposed to be his friend you're waiting for them to realize You're waiting for everybody to realize Billy's a bad egg um, But he was always the pretty boy mm-hmm. Even when he kills uh, Don, uh, Donnie's Don, Donahue? McDonnie's McDonnie's, yeah, McDonnie's partner. partner Those are his lines He's mm-hmm. like not so pretty now Right? Mm-hmm. You still think I'm pretty and he Because he
1: overheard He overheard him, he overheard him in the
0: him. bug And he just kills him uh, the word in Frank the entire time is this is the solution. He and Micro disagree early on. The solution is to kill them ultimately. Agree that when we find these guys, we're going to kill them. And the entire time, Frank is we're going to kill them. For him to leave Billy alone at the end, or leave him alive at the end, knowing that he's completely fucked up his face and that drag across the mirror oh, yeah. was fucking brutal. Yeah. And he leaves him there, shot through the mouth, cut up completely. You see like Jigsaw getting born in that moment, and you're like, holy shit, this yeah. is the, the worst thing to do for this guy. Okay. And Frank makes that turn of leaving someone alive. Right. Leaving him for the, for, the, for the police to deal with, leaving him for the government
1: to deal with. So the question becomes, when that works out badly, is that going to be the, okay...
0: Fuck it. They all die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when no doubt in season two, Jigsaw comes after him, right. and it's Billy with a fucked up face... Or 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 is it going to be a
1: company after him? Or it, it might be as simple as maybe he goes after micro's family, who Frank now cares about. Sure, you know maybe that's the inciting incident because then whatever he gets into and cartels and seeing you know damage
0: mm-hmm. be done. He you know, right he you know. knows both their faces.
1: Because um, ultimately, I love really it. you know the comic version of the Punisher is is very Batman right. in the sense of what the inciting incident is. Right, it's okay, <coughs> you know, organized crime killed my family, so. It's not about revenge against the one that did it. It becomes about you have to kill all of them, and it can't happen to anyone else. But this was intensely personal.
0: Yes. And that's what made it so captivating. Like, to Agreed. me, it was incredibly engaging. Agreed. And Berndthal just destroys it. Oh, uh, th- it's th- This performance was amazing. Yeah, and I loved it. The writing was on another level. I
1: thought, you know, Magdani um, was a character new for the series. was not Mm -hmm. part of the comics. But I still wondered early on if they were going to end up doing the Lady Punisher thing. So it was interesting to me that they didn't go that route. Yeah, I'm glad. Which is probably good. Um, I'd probably rather see it later. But it's just that introducing the law enforcement person who then ultimately would become disillusioned because that's the Lady Punisher thing is a more recent character thing that was
0: done. But here you've got someone who can break... Who can believably, as believably as you can, give Frank that pass at the end of the series? Mm-hmm. And she has those two superiors who are on the level. And you needed those two and characters.
1: And that whole thing was great. Every Sammy awesome. even down to like Mary Liz Masantonio's little comment, like, oh, I think I like her. You know, yeah. like it was the, great because she the, had the them writing by the this
0: yeah. I think that this was arguably the best writing we've seen in one of these Netflix Marvel shows. As we said, it was it they was. They had consistent. so much silent. stuff to do. They had to justify a character who fairly unjustifiable, mm-hmm. and they and again, why I think that it's so important that they made this a personal journey for them. Um and they they did it amazingly. I mean, episode eleven. Or tw- or or ten when he's drawn these soldiers to their hideout mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Billy's coming to kill him. Billy's like, I'm not fucking anywhere near that place. And you know that these guys are coming in and he starts setting up the traps and he's just yeah, slaughtering great. them. That in the Afghanistan sequence where he's saving his platoon is just fucking awesome and it's just brutality. Um, I loved it. Yeah. I thought I thought the choreography in this thing was awesome. Uh, I thought it was my favorite version of the Punisher. Um, I do. I, I do love the Garth Ennis and, and Steve Dillon stuff. Uh, see, I it obviously see that it obviously goes a bit cartoony. Stuff. It yeah. obviously gets a little loud with things like the Russian. Uh, but the even Barracuda though they did some of that in loud. the movie, I'd still like to see you know more of that. Oh no, done. we need to see the Russian here. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah.
1: and, it, and it, it's a later
0: season, you know. This foundation has been laid to now go to another place. Yes. It's like it's like now that it's like with with with. Daredevil Season 1, we had a fairly, as much as you can, realistic version of Daredevil. Season 2, you start to introduce Elektra, you start to introduce Resurrection in the Hand, you start to introduce the Punisher, you start to introduce a little bit of louder characters. Punisher Season 2, I fully expect to hopefully have a little bit of the Russian, a little bit of a couple mobsters, some Barracuda. Mm -hmm. I want to see some of the loud characters start coming in and working themselves against what we just established to be this, like, almost... Like, unstoppable, like, force of nature. Mm -hmm. It was pretty fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, One of the things I really liked about it, and I think a lot about, you know, how some of the things Marvel's done with the different series and, and movies is that hitting different genres. And this, not only does it stand on its own, like, you need to not have seen anything before, but. You know, we always talk about, and I hate to think about it sounding derogatory at all because we're big fans, but that whole comic book notion. And usually, in terms of an adaptation, you usually say something too too comic booky, and that it's a little too corny. Usually, mm-hmm. is what I mean, you know, the absence of anything what I've called of the fantastic in this. You know, there's no superpowers, there's none of that. They don't even bother referencing it. <coughs> you no, know? It's, it's the most really real world grounded.
0: Idea. Yeah. Uh, except for the background of Karen Page's office. Right. You don't get any of it. You don't get it.
1: It's there because that's where we are. But it doesn't matter. And you know, if you didn't understand it, you didn't need to. It doesn't
0: mean anything. There were no wink winks. Yeah, there was nothing. None of this that. is very much the most real world thing that we've seen in the Marvel universe.
1: Now, did you? Did we need Karen Page in this?
0: Um, a couple things. So. Uh, there's the kid who has the intense PTSD Who's going to become the bomber Right And there's that storyline And it starts really early I mean he's in that first scene well, He's in that second well, e- episode of l- Alright all
1: right, so I think I know where you're going I don't mean to cut you off But let me say this Going into it from the early reviews Before it had hit mm-hmm. I'd read some people thought It was longer than it needed to be And this is the thing that we've often said About Jessica Jones Which I really like, Jessica Jones. But Jessica Jones should have been maybe eight episodes. It was thirteen. It felt really drawn out. I've said this many times. Um, So I went into this with an eye towards that, and that storyline more than anything. You know, if that if that storyline hadn't been in there, maybe you trim a a couple of episodes. Yeah, and I I thought, but but it didn't bother me. I thought it it had some character stuff to it. I thought it would tie in a little more.
0: Well, I mean, you see that that the 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 storyline we're talking about is the kid with PTSD who. Uh, thinks that he's winning. He's fighting a noble war And everybody else Is kind of sold out To the government And he creates These pressure cooker bombs mm-hmm. And he starts to lay them out And he has Karen Page targeted Which A Goes back to why Karen Page should be In this series mm-hmm. um, And yes As I'm watching it For the first Five, six episodes The Frank story Really has to pause In order to keep Going back to this kid And his mm-hmm. his journey Towards becoming this This deeper and deeper like Disturbed Kid, um, and the payoff <coughs> didn't tie into the main story. I think what that it, did it did. Do well, well The it, hotel sequence, the
1: entire hotel episode, where it's told right, out of order. It, it, it sort of did, and that's the, the Rashomon episode. I like the Rashomon episode a lot.
0: The the reason that episode eight or nine, where this this whole Munibomber kid sequence wraps up, is so important, is it puts Frank at odds with Karen to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the episode. Where Donnie, Billy, and Punisher all see each other for who they yes. are And know exactly where each one's standing yeah, important That is huge And it also puts Frank back as public enemy number one Because he is in collusion, supposedly, with this kid But what it also does Is it actually, outside <clears throat> of his vendetta It's
1: really the moment where he's heroic mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's Karen's thing is he can, He's the hero, he's saving people Yeah it's not just about His vengeance uh,
0: The thing the, 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 the pieces were Even going after the kid You know yeah. it's, it's about more than that The pieces were That's where, where there were A couple scenes That I felt split This is what else I wanted uh, The kid Kidnaps Curtis And straps Curtis To a bomb In the kid's Household Right mm-hmm. Remember Curtis And Curtis is my Favorite character In the series Because I loved Curtis And I was like Please don't fucking Die Curtis When Billy shoots him I was like yeah, Curtis, Please girl. don't kill Curtis Please do not kill The one legged guy um, so when he straps Curtis to the bomb And he leaves Curtis for the police The police show up The kid takes off The police are on their way Frank is sitting there Knowing that his time's running out The police sirens are getting closer And he has to figure out a way to save Curtis In which which uh, which line do I cut Which which of these things do I cut to defuse the bomb And the kid In not wanting to kill Frank Because he believes Frank is on the same mission as he uh, Tells Frank the white wire And Frank snips it and then has to run from the cops The cops show up See Frank escaping And think that, the, that Frank is responsible Or at least in collusion With this unibomber kid They had Curtis mm-hmm. Curtis is a witness was, was Curtis's head too kicked in To say hey listen Frank isn't a part of this Right Because when you then see them Later in the hotel They are assuming immediately That Frank and this kid Are working together They went up two different You know stairwells They're working together Curtis could have really helped Put a stop to that entire assumption. I, I agree. In saying you, you have to
1: wonder about whether you know at, at what point anyone's even talking to him or listening to him. To Curtis, you know, yeah, people, because the, the, I, I, the, that didn't ruin anything for me. I was because
0: like, why didn't Curtis fucking say something? But, but uh, I think
1: that's part of the point. Listen, Karen's saying something. Karen was there. Yeah. Even the whole thing about the the senator being a hero and her laughing about that. You know. Right. I the mean,
0: senator pushes Karen into someone in right. order to get away. I would have loved it. that's the other thing. I would have loved to see that come back to the senator to just yes. have him completely outed as a fucking coward. Right. Because he was I mean, I thought he was he was probably the most stylized actor in the show. Mm-hmm. Like when he was on the radio, I was like, "Okay, but um that being said, like the character was a lot of fun and the fact that he was a complete asshole mm-hmm. was awesome." Um yeah, that I think that hotel episode is where you know that at the culmination of this hotel episode Frank's going to be back to public enemy number one And now that that storyline is wrapped up And placed Frank in that position We're going to be cooking with gas And that is where the binging really got heavy for me I was like, here we go This mm-hmm. is to the end There's nobody left But the head of command um, What was his name? The the main bad guy with the kicked in, <laughs> kicked in eyeball uh, Bauer? Yeah, I think so And... Russo, and let's see how this ends up. Wasn't it? Was it Connor? It <clears throat> Could have been, but but I thought it was. I mean, that whole sequence was pretty damn awesome. Yeah, the, the, this allergy
1: uh, cold thing, I'm finding has me a little bit cloudy. Me too. And, I also. And it's been a week. But yeah. The
0: other thing that felt a little loose was Madani not like searching microspace, where okay. where uh, clearly Billy had um, Frank. You, you know, you in think you, to that that? didn't
1: occur to her to go there. Well, you know, I mean, yeah,
0: it didn't occur to her to, to, I mean, to her to go there, and there had been so much activity there earlier. But, but without them knowing,
1: that's the only place to access things. Right? You know, should they have known that? It's an interesting question. <coughs> um, obviously,
0: Micro knows, and Micro right. wasn't saying and because he, didn't he did what him, would, right. right. Um. So there's that, and obviously the people who I, were killed there earlier were Billy's Micro, private guys. I thought
1: they were going to paralyze Micro, and I think that's what. Oh, you to mean.
0: put him in the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when he got shot in the
1: back like that, that's what I was expecting. I thought so it, was it was awesome.
0: Fine. Good call, definitely a good call. I love the reveal that he wasn't alive, that wasn't dead. Yeah, because um, I'd have been like, oh, another bold move by Marvel. Yeah, it's it's
1: you know it was an interesting plan. Okay, so then they thought he was dead, so therefore they had to take Frank, and, and that. he was
0: shot by one of the Homeland agents. Yeah, so it did feel like wait, that was a little off, you know friendly fire. That was a little off, but yeah, um, that and carousel sequence is That's great. Now what do you think
1: McDonough just showing up she just gets you know shot just like that, you know,
0: like Madonna could, took like 15 bullets in this series. Yeah. She took a look in and keep kept like taking. It was it was pretty awesome. But, but it didn't it
1: didn't feel kind of like she'd showed up just to get shot. It was like boom like, yeah. like it, it was like a blink and you missed it. Oh, she's on the way, she's going to <clears> save <throat> the day. No, never mind.
0: And she showed up uh, after Storming out of her offices Without right. telling anybody Where she was at Right No backup Nothing
1: Which I guess is because She's on Frank's side What you I know? love
0: that Billy Kidnaps the two teenagers Who were trying to have sex Yeah it was And cool. straps them to the Ferris wheel Bleeding out Yeah, And then at the end again We have Frank Playing the hero Right Frank uncuts them no, Sets he, them down he, he's and, he's, and he's just sitting there With them When the sirens show up mm-hmm. I was like There he goes He doesn't even care If he may go to jail Obviously he gets that pardon From the heads of, of the CIA mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, actually, you, you, you we diverged a bit just talking about the whole
1: thing about being back at Micros. The torture scene with Frank, where Frank goes through, and, and, and he's even his B- wife. And he, yeah, and even Billy, you know, opening up his cuffs and then he, he kills, you know, the c- the command guy, you mm-hmm. know, an Agent Orange. Yeah, you know? Agent Orange. I guess that's the
0: best way to call him. Um,
1: that. I mean, that whole scene, and then Frank's pretty much like the Living Dead at that point, right? You know, I mean, that was just brutal and just it was so well done.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I think that this... Cor- but it didn't feel like torture porn to me. It felt earned. Daredevil season one and two had some amazing choreography in it. The fights were just brutal. They're visceral. Everything works. Mm-hmm. This is there. Right there with yeah. it. Yeah. I, th- I couldn't say enough about how badass the action was in this series. Yeah, as it had to be. Action. Yeah, yeah. The, It is the Punisher. Yeah, this has to be stuff. the most action-packed and violent and visceral part of the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. We have got to see, on screen, people getting their brains blown out. And yeah. we saw it. Absolutely. There were no cutaways to a close-up of Frank as there was a muzzle flare off camera. You see the person, Frank puts a gun to his head, you see his brains get By blown out. By the way,
1: out. the same thing with C. Thomas Howell as as the agent early as, on who was As 30.
0: Fox or Wolf? As Wolf?
1: Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Th- that... I love that fight scene. That was awesome in his house, and them, them fighting, and then and then the idea that Frank just you cowed him into you thinking that he'd gotten you know the better of him just enough to to talk. Mm-hmm. That was great. Even then, you know, in the part after, like looking like oh how brutal it was. Again, like, didn't like the guy, but damn, you didn't you didn't die easy. Yeah, you know, uh,
0: crooked cop. Uh, cr- well, crooked head of the, that homeland department, and then. The best is like, you know, he shoots the bullet into the dude's leg or yeah. at the dude's leg, and then obviously that was the last bullet in the gun. He gives the gun up to Wolf. Wolf now has the gun, aims it at him, click, gun's empty, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Um I don't have a whole lot Of negative to s- I don't know what Negative I have to say About this I mean I,
1: I've thrown out A few things Just you know Just to put out there
0: I mean overall I loved it but They were just a couple Little nitpicky things As, as I've mentioned I haven't you read know? it yet Ian but you sent out An article about How the show Like what the showrunners Want to introduce In the season two and mm-hmm. It's mainly like The rogues gallery Yeah uh, We talked about Obviously this I mean I love that they Wait until the last moments To introduce Jigsaw Yeah I love that he and Billy are friends. I love that whole thing because I think that's really important to a a hero's storyline.
1: We know that Kingpin's coming back in Daredevil Season 3. I mean, depending on timing and how that plays out, you know, I'd like to see aspects of
0: that, you know? You'd like to see some Kingpin in Season 2 of Punisher. Yeah, that might be interesting. What about, obviously we we named Barracuda, which was like one of the loudest creations from Ennis. I mean, The Russian would be awesome. Yeah, but, well, I mean, actually all of that. I mean, Barracuda for me would be,
1: be that big deal to Barry, badass right? with those teeth yeah <laughs> just, just such a great character and, uh-huh. you know, he's it, loud it, and awesome there just aren't that many that really stack up that, that was always the issue about Jigsaw they've made it very personal which is great you know but like, I think in terms of the comics you haven't had Jigsaw in a Puncher comic in a very 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 <laughs> long time and I think the reason for that is it's just it's not really grounded mm-hmm. you know it's just such yeah. a supervillain version of it um but yeah, I mean, I don't think that they're you know, look, it, it depends on where they go with it, you know. But Frankenstein I, Castle. I, I, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm saying no. Yeah, uh, well, what do you <laughs> mean? He, he could be be uh, you know the uh, have the angelic powers, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. I okay. So, Geekscape is when when Marvel Max, Marvel Knights came back out and like the well, it started in like '98. They obviously had the new iteration of Daredevil that Kevin Smith wrote and the Joe Casada did the artwork. And this was like the beginning. This was before Ultimate Marvel, and this was the new, fresh take on some of these second, third tier Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. And it introduced that the Punisher was dead, and he came back as an Angel of Death, and he had like spirit bullets right. and all this stuff. And then after that, we had. A- I thought it was fun the franken Castle storyline that was written. It was by- fun, but it just was wasn't wrote, who Punisher. Who wrote that? Who, um, that was uh, he did Fear Agent. Remender, Remender, and he did yeah. the the Franken Castle where yeah. he's dead, and he comes back as like a Frankenstein type character. He has like a, like an arm that is like now robotic. I, I read it. Um, look, you know, the it was late, fun. The he's late, in, and he's working with like like Werewolf by Night, and he's got like all these different it, like it, monster it, it monster people. It was people. definitely
1: different. Um, <laughs> the latest issue of Punisher uh-huh. actually has it's it, it's I'm Punisher behind. War Machine. Yeah,
0: yeah, where he gets the War Machine armor
1: and. Now, see, that I don't have a problem with because that is not changing the heart of what what he is as a character. It's just giving him another weapon. Right. But,
0: cool. So yeah. you, you haven't read it yet? No, I'm behind on Punisher like okay. by months and months and months. Um,
1: well, I, I won't say who gives it to him, but basically the idea in it, it's thrown out there that, uh, oh, you're going to have this temporarily, and you're going to give it back. And Frank's comment's kind of is like, I'm never giving this back.
0: <laughs> you guys just gave me an yeah. Iron Man suit. Yeah. You guys are fucked.
1: You, g- you gave me a walking tank. I'm not giving it back. I can kill anyone I want in this thing.
0: You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it
1: really is the perfect thing for him to have.
0: Yeah. Uh, Punisher season two, you talked about the Kingpin. What? Uh, what? A, you know, we talked about some of the rogues that we'd like to see. Well, you know, How again, would you like to see him that, that, integrated that, that, with some of the heroes?
1: Well, that's just it. I mean, look, it, it's... It's always problematic when you when you put him with the heroes. It doesn't work, you know, very long because he's not that. Right. You know, it's good for a moment. You know, they did a good job recently with the Secret Empire stuff. That oh yeah, Frank, he's the ultimate soldier. He responds to Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. Even in Defenders, you know, in, in the comic that Bendis has been doing recently, they threw him in for a couple issues, but he doesn't stick along. Or stick around long because bottom line is that. Daredevil Luke Cage Iron Fist they're not going to be able to stomach his methods no they're just not going to it's not going to be okay with them. it does not last more than a minute it doesn't and it shouldn't you know you, you kind of it's it's this classic thing where you don't quite want them after him you know but every now and then you'll have a story and it'll be cool but it's not really what you want because you cause they do beat him yeah you know with enough planning I mean you can argue he's a bit has a bit of that Batman aspect of if he could plan and take people down, and they've done this many times in the comics, but straight up, straight up Daredevil kicks his ass, you know, and you know, when you start bringing in things like in the comics like Spider-Man, and the superheroes like, well, he's a regular guy,
0: you know, he's going to They did get do beat. some Batman Arkham Asylum stuff in this series where he's taking people out in the shadows, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's awesome. he's stringing them up from the from the rafters, Loved he's coming that. in and taking them out. Loved that stuff,
1: <clears throat> I mean, that's the thing, he's the guerrilla fighter, he's the ultimate soldier, you know. He'll know his terrain He'll take in the booby trap stuff Love that stuff That's pretty awesome You know that that stuff's great But yeah As far as like I I don't necessarily I don't want him necessarily To cross over too
0: much With the others You'd like him to cameo Here and there
1: Yeah cameo every now and then
0: You know I mean You
1: you always fall into That that issue about all right. I mean He is in New York He's running around How big does the story get You know Before it's going to get Someone else's attention But you know Two big cities Other things are going on Other people are involved In other things That's fine Um we need a strong story that gets him after the criminal stuff.
0: The other character that we got from Daredevil Season 2 was uh, in that hotel episode. Yeah, we got the cop. The cop, yeah. Um, that was fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I like some of that continuity. Um, you know, it's, it is the same city. I think that's important. But, you know, as I said, my biggest complaint is I still don't feel like we have our Punisher yet. We're arguably two seasons of Punisher without... He's not there yet.
0: Just this constant directional he, force.
1: He doesn't have the mission. <clears throat> he doesn't have the mission to wipe out crime.
0: Right. Doesn't have it. No, not in not, not an objective crime sense. He's, he's got... He's, this this gl- ends he's gl- with, gl- my he, war is over. And he's scared of it.
1: Well, it, it's a great character thing, but mm-hmm. what does he do now? So I think it's set up very nicely it's definitely set for season two. I think that's where it has to go. Yeah. And that's what I want to see.
0: We just becomes this force of nature again. Right. All the time. Always well, on.
1: Wh- whatever the war is, that's what he's going to be. He just has to see it as his war. Mm-hmm. You know? And he has to acknowledge and act. what I do like about it. And they did, they played with this <laughs> a, a lot in, in this season. About the notion of, was he ever going to be happy at home? No. He wants it. He needs it. And that's something that Annis did a lot of. And he's even doing it again right now. There's that, the, the Platoon series, uh-huh. but he I've did it in that. Born. So the whole idea of like, for all the conversation, the original idea is Frank Castle, he was fine, he was home, you know, and then they did this too. I was like, no, he wasn't fine. He belonged in the war. He never really left the war. And them doing it and taking out his family, that gave, they kind of gave him the excuse he wanted and needed, you know, because he's this creature that's been made by this, and it's what he lives for.
0: You know? the, yeah, the the character, that the kid who creates the uh, pressure cooker bombs, um, a good nuke origin. I know we already have nuke mm-hmm. in, the, yeah. in, in Jessica Jones, but that would have been a good nuke origin. I, I it would be it myself. awesome to see that character from Jessica Jones up against Frank Castle. Yeah. If they truly go further with the whole yeah, nuke persona that. and he's roided out and mindless, mm-hmm. that would be pretty badass.
1: That I think that's that would be a great way to go with it and bring that in. Especially considering, you know, I mean, all the military stuff that they did with it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there have been some Punisher storylines in recent years where they brought the other, you know, um, special ops, you know, military unit in that go after him. I actually love that little aside about how, you know, oh, it was frustrating when he couldn't kill people because he didn't want to kill the soldiers,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he went into to go after Agent Orange, yeah. or not Agent Orange, uh, he needed to to mask the phone. He needed to get to, to clone the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, when he goes to snipe Agent Orange, the bullet just sticks. That's, that was awesome. <coughs> it was dead on, but he the the uh, arm, armor glass. glass. Yeah, it was just that was awesome. Um, I don't know what else there is to say. I mean, GeekScape, it's I hate to keep you guys short on this thing, but we, I loved it. Yeah, um, just this was right up there with. Daredevil season one For me As far as the Netflix shows go And uh What's the next Netflix show
1: do we get Is it uh Jessica Jones or Luke Cage Season two Well
0: Jessica Jones Shot first Right Because I know Luke Cage Is done shooting now too right So I'm expecting it To be Jessica Jones Because okay. that was shooting Last February
1: And then And, then, and Daredevil
0: season three <coughs> been behind
1: that right I don't know if they've Started shooting that yet though But I'm pretty sure Jessica's done shooting And Luke mm-hmm. Cage Is shooting now Perhaps yeah I think that's what it is It would be
0: fun though uh, to see Frank Castle pop in on one of those, um, and obviously Danny Rand and this whole Marvel thing. Yeah, um, well, that's.
1: I, I mean, I'd be disappointed to not see Danny Rand pop in to Luke Cage. Hmm. Um, interesting to throw Matt Murdock. In. I don't think so. I think that the way they set things up on Matt Murdock at the end of Defenders, he's going to be laying low th- to his yeah. own series. Yeah, until his own series. I think that's how that has to go. Yeah. Um. So, you know, my, the commentary before, while I understood about why Karen was in it, so the question was, was it necessary? I will say she wasn't in it as much as I expected. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a good thing. I think she was a good touchdown. Um, but the question becomes, do you need... You know, so fine, we don't have Claire Temple. But do you need someone that ties them together? I like when they do it. Yeah. I don't think you need it.
0: You know? No. I mean, I was... Absolutely. When that when when the this season ended, I was one hundred percent elated and satisfied with what I had just seen. Yeah. From beginning to end, it just felt like a great Punisher series. Yeah. Um, and immediately I forgot all about Thomas Chain, Dolph Lundgren, and. Ray Stevens. Volstag <laughs> So, <laughs> Ray Stevenson isn't in the Marvel Universe anymore. Spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> um gave us. I don't know what else we're going to tell you, but I do know that Ge- that Ian and I will be back in the next two weeks talking a little bit of uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. That Probably three weeks. Uh, no, today is the 27th, and that thing comes out the 15th. Yeah. So, we're really close. I mean... Yeah, it's going to be a little under three weeks and it's going to be rocking time, buddy. Yeah, We're going to be doing that. Uh, Ian and I's birthdays are also within days of each other. His is December 3rd. Yep. Mine is the 5th. So you can clearly, if you're listening to this, um, hit Ian up on Twitter at Ian J. Kerner. L. Ian L. Ian L. That's right. At Ian L. Kerner. I wish him a happy birthday. Um, and what you can do for me for my birthday is you can share. The Geekscape subscription feed with all of your friends. You can share Geekscape on Facebook, where we're we've got the page and we've got the Facebook Forever group. You can share Geekscape on Twitter. You can share Geekscape. You know, it makes an excellent stocking stuffer. <laughs> but basically, tell your friends about Geekscape. Help get our subscription numbers up. Uh, it really helps the show out. Write us a review wherever you get the uh, the, the feed, whether it's SoundCloud or iTunes. Or Stitcher or any other places that Geekscape can be found Really, really, really helps when you guys uh, leave us a review And share the show with your friends I love doing these specials with Ian Because I think Ian's knowledge and understanding of these characters Is unequaled, especially amongst my friends And so sitting down with him is a pleasure I know we have a couple dedicated fans on SoundCloud Who've left comments here and there uh, About how enthusiastic they are whenever we have a special Uh, If you go back a week You'll see the one we did For Justice League In two, three weeks We're going to have one up For The Last Jedi And we did Thor A few (laughs) weeks ago And we also did Thor So if you guys like These specials We'll keep them coming Uh, Just keep checking the feed And sharing this With your friends Um, Ian Love talking Punisher With you Yep I think we really Really agreed on this one Yeah Because it was really Really awesome It was solid we will talk to you guys later on, Geeks Gabus. I want to see you next week, but we're offering you more podcasts than there are weeks. So enjoy. Bye.